Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Do you hear the Christmas bells? It's Christmas time! Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. I say name, you say Scott Cow. Name, Chris Green. Name, Santa Claus. Name, Père Noël, Babo Natale, Père Nicole, Papa Gigio. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. When I wake up, I'm getting a cat scan. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. So, (laughs) I'm sorry. Today, today is very special because we were talking about the the Santa Santa Clauses. The Santa Claus 2. Not the Santa Clauses, but. Yeah, the Santa Claus. Santa Claus movies. 2, which. (laughs) As, at the end of the last episode, and three, I'm sorry. See, I keep blocking it out. That's terrible. Okay, both movies. But at the end of the last episode, we were highly confused about if the Santa Claus 2 had like an extra title, like the Santa Claus 2, as we blah, think blah, blah. it should be called the Mrs. Claus. But exactly, it does not have a name. So I just wanted to throw not. that out there at the beginning because we figured yes. that out. <laughs> yes, it's true. Because I was sitting there, I'm like, does it have a because like the third, third one's one. escape uh-huh. the claw or the escape, the escape claws. claws yeah the first one of course is just the original the I'm like, the second yeah. one i don't think they thought they were going to do a third one i wonder there's a good possibility but then again disney oh, does everything in threes so and likes to make money so oh, yeah there's that too if they're still making and money apparently off the franchise the third one was still a part of the highest grossing christmas movies of all time what <laughs> that's what i read what? yeah that's i was really I read. loud sorry 
Okay, let's just dive into it. Anyways. Uh, so because Sammy blocked out the Santa Claus 3, we decided that I was going to be doing the trivia and, and things today. So I am I am taking the reins. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, But we're going to start with Santa Claus 2 because we can't go out of order. Yeah. So Scott Calvin, this is from my MBD. Scott Calvin has been a humble santa claus for eight years but it might come to an end if he doesn't find a mrs claus what in the world does that mean a humble santa claus well i think it's supposed to be ironic because he's not humble okay i hope so because i'm just like what what are they watching i don't know i read it and i laughed like what (laughs) as i'm laughing now yeah okay We'll just yeah, assume he meant that on an ironic. I I'm way. hoping they I meant it ironically because let's be real, he is not a humble Santa Claus. He toots his own horn multiple times in this he movie. Is very full it's, of himself. He, yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. He uh yeah. He he tries to say he's the best Santa Claus ever, which is probably true. But... I mean, I would agree, but you need to just chill, okay? Scott back. Scott, your your, you your head's getting a little too big for your hat. Exactly. Just just take it back a notch. Mm. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So just like in the first movie, there's a bunch of references and kind of tie-ins to some of Tim Allen's other work. Mm-hmm. Which now he has more. Yeah, more he things. has even more. And I forgot to say when this came out. It, oh, the third the one movie. came out in 2006. I feel like, was this early too? Santa Claus. Oops, if I spelled claws right. For some reason, I feel like it was like early 2000s, but that's probably wrong. I don't know. 2002. I almost said 2002. Yeah, so almost 10, so about eight years after, well, (laughs) he has been a Santa Claus for eight years. Oh, math. Math. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I don't do math. So this came out in 2002, so we were early high school. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's references now to some of our favorite Disney Pixar movies in this. So the very first slide I'm going to put in here, and this is actually said at the very end of the movie, Mm -hmm. but Toy Story's line, you're a a sad, strange little man, is also used by Tim Allen as, of course, Buzz Lightyear in the 95 movie of Toy Story. Mm -hmm. And there's also there's also a line when toy santa says i think santa feels a little buzz mm-hmm. so for us adults we're thinking um interesting because uh-huh. buzz is something else to us mm-hmm. but to kids it's like mm-hmm. he's being from buzz lightyear in toy exactly story, which is, mm-hmm. i don't think that's what it was supposed to be but i think we're gonna go with it for the kids yeah it's <laughs> cute to think of it that way so it it's okay so, and in the last episode, Sammy said that Peter Boyle was in the first one, which he was, mm-hmm. and he was Scott's boss. Well, he is now back in this movie, but not as Scott's boss. No, he was recasted as Father Time. Yes. Now, I'm going to say right now, I love, I love, I love, I love that they brought in the other legendary figures Agreed. into the Santa Claus too. I love that they brought in cupid and the easter bunny and the tooth fairy to father time and then um, mother Mother nature Nature. oh my gosh okay mother nature's crown like headpiece crown Mm -hmm. i want it yeah (laughs) Aisha taylor beautiful oh my gosh beautiful beautiful perfect choice oh Uh, and the outfit exactly like you said the crown and perfect perfection yeah 
so he is back playing Father Time. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that he's back because he's actually back for both movies. And actually, I'm going to go ahead of the schedule, but Santa Claus 3 was his last yep. movie before he passed away in 2006. So sad. He's so Royal. <sighs> but anyways, so as we know, this movie, he needs to find a Mrs. Claus. And of course, they do the whole, they do the whole, my magnifying glass scene again because you know so funny well and in the first movie they do it and they do the little ones and then he's like I can't see and they do the bigger one where they can Mm -hmm. see it well they do the exact same thing like he still can't like yes Bernard does the little one he's like Bernard I can't see anything yeah like I can't I don't have great eyesight I need you to help me out dude and you should know this it's been eight years (laughs) you should know I love Bernard so he he sees the claws. He figures out he has to do this. So that's why they create the toy. So Santa, if you haven't watched this mm-hmm. movie, yep. spoiler alert, but guess what? It's been since tw- tw- it's 20, been 20 years. years. Oh my God, 20 years. Oh my gosh, I just clicked in my head. Years. 20 years. Okay. Yeah. But it's been mm-hmm. 20 years. So you should know this by now. Yes. So he's down on earth. Well, he's already on earth. Down in America. in America. There we America. Go. I was gonna say. I think Sorry, you mean like I've Chicago. been watching. So I've been watching Power Rangers. Oh, <laughs> so in the back, went like from um, yeah. North Pole, non-Earth too. Or no, just kidding. Well, since Jason David Frank yeah. passed away, which yeah, face, White Power Ranger, mm-hmm. and he was like one of my first cr- like first crushes, like TV mm-hmm. personality crushes. That would, so I've been like watching Power Rangers and yeah. memory of him, but they're, they're on the moon right now. in one of the episodes. Oh yeah. It makes yeah. sense. Okay. Anywho, so he's down in America away mm-hmm. from the North pole while toy Santa is doing his thing. So he's going on these dates. Well, on his first date is with an aspiring singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. And if you actually look at the shirt, the face on his yep. shirt, which is pretty obvious, but it's actually Tim Allen's it's face. So- when I was young, younger, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just mm-hmm. an iteration of Santa. Yeah. Oh, but no, no, no. It's, it's Tim Allen's face. You're just like, is that Tim Allen on her shirt? Okay. No one yep. sees this? Am I the only one that sees this? What? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't also put it, but the la- the lady who played that that woman, the songwriter, she was in one of the Grinch movies as one of the Who's. Yeah, what is her name? This is I, oh, I can't think of her name. Remember, but she's from, she's an S big famous SNL cast member. Yes, former SNL former. cast member. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah big comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm blanking on her name right now, but yeah, I am too. But anywho, so Scott Calvin actually starts talking about cars and engines while he's talking to Carol Newman, the principal. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I would be annoyed with my father too if he started dating the principal that had been putting me in trouble and as a teenager yes like, I would as be a like teen, it's like what's wrong with you what are you doing dad seriously what? you're supposed to hate her like I do <gasps> um, yeah but he's talking cars and engines to Carol and as he's doing it and so wait this sentence is wrong so there's multiple references so he's talking about cars and engines to Carol he does the toy shop thing with the the tool belt Mm-hmm. And um, these are references to Tim Allen yep. uh, character on Home Improvement. Because even when he's talking about the cars and engines, he kind of does his little whole, his little, yeah, little that, rumble thing he yeah, does. Yeah, that noise. Yeah. Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fun to listen to. You're like, oh, hey, Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. Which I've been watching a lot of because my boyfriend loves that show. Like he, he can pretty much quote it. Okay. Like, that's acceptable. Every episode. Some things you tell me about him and I'm like, dude, but this, 
Okay. No, his TV shows are acceptable. So Home Improvement, okay. that okay. 70s show, and Andy Griffith. He knows, like, on the Andy back of his Andy Griffith? Hand. What a throwback. Yeah, like, he puts it on a repeat. There's a, I love that. What a throwback, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, black and white a, TV. Okay. Yep. And he only likes the black and white episodes. Uh-huh. He doesn't like to watch the color when they went to color because I don't know what happened, but the quality went down or something. But eh, well, yeah, that happens. He, wow. Yeah. Okay. I know he has good TV shows that we watch on repeat. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with those. He he does like The Office though. I don't know. Oh, okay. Do do? We can fight about that if you'd like, and and we can just not be friends on this this podcast if you want to fight me about The Office. That's fine. You know, it's, I, I finally got show. Robbie to like it. I will get you one day. That is Bart's new mission. I'm gonna message him on Facebook and be like, I got Robbie to like it, so now you need to get Ashley to like it. <laughs> Good luck. We went, did I tell you we went to an office trivia night? I think you did tell me that. I told him, I'm like, I'm here for moral support. And that's all yeah, because you're useless. I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I am not helpful. Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyways, we got off topic. We did. So when Scott is trying to explain to Carol that he is Santa, she says, so, so far, so good. You don't wear socks with sandals and you've never been to prison. So Scott replies, well, <laughs> and that's actually Tim Allen did spend time. We talked about on the last yes. episode in prison for drug charges before his acting career. Yes. I mean, technically Santa <laughs> was arrested in the first one. So you can that's say true. it's a reference to that, but we all know. We all know. <laughs> we all know the actual but Yeah, he was in jail in the first movie. Yes. So you can tie it back oh, to that, but we he know. Even, he was even uh, jailbreaked. Yes, they with the tinsel, they broke him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we know the real, the real yeah, reference we, we know. as a grown up now. I would not have yeah. known that as a child, but now no. I know the reference. Yeah, <laughs> and there's this new reindeer in the show called Chet. Oh boy! Oh Chet, he is something else. But there's a line in the show. He says, "Quit the chit chat, Chet," mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's actually a line that comes directly off of season one episode seasons off of a season one episode of tim allen's home improvement where a man named chet on the phone babbles too much during the game of stump the tool man okay i was i tested brett so when i saw this i'm like hey there's a line in here that's apparently straight from home improvement he's like well what is it and i told him he's like he's like oh yeah that's episode season one episode whatever and i'm like how do you remember impressive impressive okay i know i'm he's yeah so there's there's another reference oh okay i thought this was interesting mm-hmm. and i have actually something to say about the ending of this movie with mrs claus before we go into santa claus 3 and mm-hmm. we'll get there but whether intentional or not carol newman is actually very similar to jessica from santa claus is coming to town mm-hmm. so the claymation one people if yes. you don't know what i'm talking about the little jessica, claymation she, yes the woman mm-hmm. who becomes mrs santa in santa claus is coming to town she works at a school She's given a doll by Santa Claus mm-hmm. and she shares the same hairstyle and blue eyes. I could not have told you any of this because I don't even know the last time I watched that movie. I probably watched it last Christmas. So I think it's intentional. I would assume it is. I would. There's too many. There's too many factors. It's not just not like, oh, she happened to look like that. You no, know, I. it sounds yeah. intentional to me, too. I would agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. This next reference made me super happy because I love this movie. Early in the movie, when Curtis is rambling on before telling Santa the bad news, the puppets in the room yell, get on with it. Mm-hmm. This is a classic gag line used in Monte Python and the Holy Grail <sighs> when a character goes off on a tangent. Monty Python. 
I still will randomly, I have a Blu-ray. I will randomly get it out and watch it. I need I to watch that. that. I haven't watched it in so long. Oh, oh, I love man. that movie so much. Yeah. I don't think Brett likes that movie. <gasps> I need to reevaluate and mm, ask him. I don't think Robbie does either. So it's okay. I guess we're in the same boat. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Kelly Preston, Jennifer Conley, and Brooke mm-hmm. Shields were all considered for the roles of Carol Newman. Oh, okay. Kelly, I could have seen. Yeah. Not so much Brooke Shields. And I, every time I think Jennifer Conley, I think of the labyrinth. So it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I was just like, I can't picture her doing it, but I could see Kelly Preston. Yeah. Now, if Kelly Preston, now if Michael, if New or Newman, oh my gosh, if Keaton got this role, uh-huh. Preston would have made sense because they have a really good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like who they chose. I don't know I what her actual name is. I didn't look. I don't remember. Is it something Mitchell. Um, She's not like that well known. I know, like, but I'm just laughing. We have all these other people. And we don't have the actress. <laughs> Elizabeth Mitchell. That's right. Elizabeth. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what else she's in, but um, yeah, she's, I think she was an amazing, she was a really great choice. I liked her a lot, yeah. And then this was the last Santa Claus film featuring David Crumholtz as Bernard. To be fair, there's only one more film, so I don't want to imply like there's a collection of them out there because. He is supposed to show up in the TV show. He he hasn't showed up yet. And if he doesn't show up in this next episode, I'm going to be. Listen, I saw multiple posts of him getting ready, of him in his outfit as Bernard in the same Listen, sweater with the same. We've already hair. had, we've already oh. had three episodes that you and I have watched. If he is not in the fourth episode and in the rest of them, I'm going to be ticked. I know, but I'm just like he must be coming up soon because I'm starting to see posts about it. So maybe he was in the one that just got released. Is my hope. I am hoping so too. I just, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, I, so yeah. I don't want to talk about it, but I have. I'm yeah, really I know we'll get how there. they bring him into the yeah, I know, the me fold. too. Yeah, I'll just say that. Which fun fact for me, trivia for me. So uh-huh. let's see here, 20, 2002, Were we at Disney in November of two thousand two? Mm. I think I know it was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I told you the story. Yes, we were in Animal Kingdom right when this was coming out, or right <sighs> after it came out. Yes, and there was a horde of people around this person in Animal Kingdom. We're like what's going on and it's just like it's disney cast members and i saw him i'm like oh, it's bernard i didn't oh say it out gosh. loud but i'm like mom mom it's bernard yes only oh. time i've ever seen a famous person at disney apparently mm-hmm. they go there all the time and they're in amongst the people if you see what is it a blue plaid vest is what yes. i think what he- they said yeah, you but gotta look attention you gotta look for like the fancy looking disney cast members and then go who's with them because <laughs> sometimes it's just people with like a lot of it's, money but yeah it's that we sometimes don't know. just rich people yes um, but there might be a celebrity yeah i need to look at i need to be more um aware of my surroundings yes. when i'm there next time um because there's apparently a lot of celebrities that go to disney all the time and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm happy because they should experience the magic i think normal people to be fair i think it does happen more in disneyland which it makes sense because you know LA, California, all that yeah, than Disney World. And Disney World is much larger, so it's gonna be harder for us to find them. I know. Disneyland is small, so it's easier to spot them. But yeah. Yeah, probably. <sighs> but I mean, it's good that they're normal people. I don't want to like see them and like cause a scene. I just want to be like, oh look, you get to be here. And I love you, Bernard. Okay, you that's it. Normal fan. 
family. That's so sweet. Yeah, I agree. Everyone deserves that. They don't mm-hmm. need paparazzi streaming in on their Disney vacation. Let them let them be people. Yeah. Anyhow. We need to keep moving. Yeah. Um, so here's some quotes that I love from the movie that mm-hmm. I um, added. So the first one, of course, Charlie, he says it in the first one, sort of mm-hmm. says it here. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. And he says mm-hmm. it to Carol um, because she, this was after like Scott tried to tell her he's Santa Claus. Right. And she's like, why are you doing this? I just told you this horrible story about my family and Christmas and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like trying to get her to understand, like it is you gotta believe mm-hmm. there it's yes. believing and seeing it. It's real. Um Lucy, Lucy, oh my gosh, Lucy. So Lucy adorable. is the most horrible thing ever. Uh-huh. I really kind of hope her adult self shows up in one of the episodes as like a cameo, like Charlie did. I yeah. think that would be really cute. I don't know we, if it's going to we but... haven't really seen the Millers, so I'm just no, like maybe maybe they'll show up soon. I mean at based the on end the of last episode, episode. yeah. They, they landed in a city, so maybe we're gonna see them. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Okay, we're. I'm pretty sure they were like in Scott's original house because it looked the same to me. So they've got to yep. be. Yeah. Right. I hope okay. So. Yeah, it looked let's, the same. Let's so. hope. Yeah. Okay. He's getting off track. <laughs> I know, and I well, there's so much I want to talk about with this show, but we can't do it yet. Uh, all right. So Lucy says, "Uncle Scott, are you Santa Claus? What makes you say that? Because you have a reindeer." <laughs> lots of people have reindeer name five it's so adorable because i'm like exactly lucy who has reindeer is it prancer or is it comet no i thought you brought comet with him comet comet's okay. like his favorite so yes. he brings comet, comet kind of side looks at him and like mm, she got you exactly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i love bernard at the end he's like okay chet this is it you ready to rock and roll Carol, Chet, Bernard. Yeah, he's he's still in training. Santa Claus. How much flight time has he had? Bernard. About a minute and a half. Curtis. Yeah, but he's had a lot of crash time. Oh Santa Claus. Curtis. Curtis. He's just a baby. So cute. So adorable. Yeah. Oh, oh and then you got the Easter Bunny. Oh. They have 33,000 offspring, all in private school. Oh. Bunnies. <sighs> and then bernard when he's like trying to out the toy santa mm-hmm. don't listen to him this guy's not santa he's a toy he has a rubber face and a plastic tushy <laughs> and then he's like the toy santa like does something to his butt to make it sound like plastic. yeah that was so pretty funny, funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, i still can't believe they showed a plastic butt tushy in mm-hmm. this movie yeah i was wow. i was uh i was shocked mm-hmm and um, I love this line from Mother Nature. It's mm-hmm. perfect. I kind of wish I could use it, but I can't because I'm not Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with me, Santa. I'm pre-El Nino. <laughs> only ones who are going to understand that line are female women and married husbands. Yes. Relationship husbands. Yes, exactly. Boyfriends, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So funny. Uh, some of the references, some of these are a little stretched. Some of these are right on. Um, they reference Babes in Toyland with the toy soldiers, like the when he makes those toy soldiers big and, and yeah. menacing. Mm-hmm. Two for the Road, which is that conversation regarding Audrey Hepburn and Albert Finley film for the car. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a Seinfeld reference. It doesn't tell me what, but apparently it's in there. The Hunt for Red October, uh, apparently 
It's the uniform that Santa's wearing is okay. from the Hunt of Red October. Of course, Home Improvement. We've already talked about that. When, oh, Tracy is the woman, the songwriter. Oh, uh, Wayne's mm-hmm. World. When they were going back, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, that's a Wayne World quote. Toys is apparently referenced. I don't know that movie. Toy Story and Toy Story 2, of course. And then Lucy actually has a Kim Possible poster in her bedroom. Oh, and I know that. I'm like, ha! I saw it. So cute. Yeah. So cute. So I'm just going to get my thoughts really quickly. Okay. I think it's a great sequel. I enjoyed Carol's character. I think she was a great addition and a great Mrs. Claus. Um, I think it was great character development for Charlie because mm-hmm. he was believing now he's a teenager and he has to go through this like arc he needed to go through as a teen mm-hmm. living with a secret, blah, blah. Right. Um, I'm not a fan of Curtis. I don't like Curtis. Not, it's not that I don't like Breslin. Mm-hmm. I just don't like Curtis. Yeah. Character. He needs I can feel play. that. Because we've had Bernard and Bernard is like classic, perfect elf and Mm -hmm. Curtis is just annoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then of course I love the references. Yes. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agree with all that. So I like this movie. It's not as magical as the first one, but it's a sequel. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's how it goes. Like that's just life. Right. With the movies. I, I don't like how Bernard was as much in this one as the first one. I feel like he wasn't as sarcastic and dry as the original Uh, movie. And he wanted more of that. I love Bernard though. Very happy he was in this, but I wish we had a little bit more of that. He was a little too nice off and on in this. And I'm just like, no, what happened to the first movie where you're literally like, I'm sorry, are we on a coffee break? I don't drink coffee. (laughs) <laughs> like where's the sarcasm you know what I mean like the way he well, just like snarks at them okay but we've real quick we've talked about how Disney 90 movies have this edge and, and when we go to 2000s, 2000s mm-hmm. it got soft and that's yeah. what ha- that's probably what happened <sighs> so Disney I really need some snarky Bernard in the show I need us to go back to the 90s please give me some snark I would love it but still I'm love Bernard snarky. you know I'm gonna be so sad I know I'm hoping he's a little more snark than he more like the original than this like one, but. maybe he's annoyed because he has to come back out of retirement that's like, what i'm assuming must happen snark. yeah i'm assuming something must happen and bring him back and he must i'm just like he has to be annoyed about it because he hasn't been involved in the the shop obviously for a while yeah i will tell you my thought after the episode's okay. done because <laughs> i have a thought of how he's gonna why he uh-huh. needs to come back okay Anyways, go on anyways so i do like carol i know she was supposed to be we were kind of talking about that like the villain of the movie but i mean i never really thought she was that terrible like the points she's bringing up are all valid in my opinion and i know they're just like oh you have no christmas spirit at the school but then she's like yeah because i have to spend the money on other things that are actually related to education like hello yeah if you want to decorate it then you have a whole workshop why didn't you just bring some decorations for them Mm -hmm. as as someone who was in the education system i'm like i relate to carol so much more now Mm -hmm. and understand her and she is right on and correct exactly so i i never really disagreed with that but yep i love the school christmas party scene where you know it's so terrible and of course scott's just like let's rev this up a little bit and how he just has the perfect throwback toys and games Mm -hmm. and makes them all back into little kids and how excited they are sitting around playing everything it's so adorable it is i love that whole scene it's just too cute and i agree with you i love the mythical council of legendary figures it's Mm -hmm. awesome especially the tooth fairy i really love him because you're just like what (laughs) 
wait a second hold on and I, I do love that he comes back in the yes you know that they have well, they all, all, all of them come back in the yeah, next yeah they movie. all do yeah but I especially love the tooth fairy because he gets a little bit more to do in the next one and mm-hmm. he's just too funny I, I just love him but yeah this is a good I think it's a good second movie it's a good setup mm-hmm. it makes sense on how he gets a Mrs. Claus because we leave it in the first one he's not dating anybody he's not yeah. married he's divorced so this is a good way to add that in because we always think of Santa and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Claus so this is a good yeah. way to tie that in yeah 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 and oh dang it I just lost my thought Uh-oh. oh going back to Carol and the villain yeah so this movie hit me differently because when I the scene hit me differently when I was watching it last night just because I work with youth kids and I, mm-hmm. I have a lot of, especially this year, I've had some kids in my small group that are a little bit more on the troublemaker side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I told you about that. I'll have to tell you about it out off screen. Yeah. But when she, when the, when the basketball players get out of the car and they're like, are you in charge of these delinquents? And, and she's like, they're not, they're good kids. They just like, she's how she defends them. I'm right. like, mm-hmm. oh, Oh, I love you even more, Carol. Like that's yeah. my life, and what she never trashes I, them. She's just trying yeah. to help. That's all she's trying to do. Yeah, and that and that's what she's trying to do with Charlie. She's trying to help him see, like, he's a good kid. He's just not on the right path, and and a lot of it's because he's like holding stuff in because of his dad and and all mm-hmm. the things. So yeah, I just she's she's an awesome character. I really mm-hmm. I really love her, and I I've agree. loved her so far in the TV show. I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, I I agree with you. Yes, I agree with everything you're saying. So great. There. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we are going to move over to the third one because we're doing both of them in one episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. This one probably won't take as long no. because Sammy's not as thrilled about it and neither am I, but we no. got to do it. So yeah. the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause, this came out 2006, which was our freshman, the fall. So our freshman year yeah. in college. Okay. Oh, crazy. So I saw this in Florida. Actually, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I watched this during college. So Santa, aka Scott Calvin, is faced with double duty. How to keep his new family happy and how to stop Jack Frost from taking over Christmas. Mm-hmm. So Martin Short comes in as Jack Frost, which is a great addition in the cast of mythical legendary council. He's a yes. great addition. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is the storyline is horrific like yep, and they could have still done thoughts. this premise mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. still could have done this premise but it needed to be done so differently yep and i literally said that in my comments yeah. <laughs> definitely oh i haven't even read your comments Sorry. i know that's why i'm like <laughs> we're on the same page yeah yeah we are the tagline for this movie i didn't do taglines in the second one but the tagline mm-hmm. for this movie is his time in the north pole is about to go south that's actually clever. Which is very clever and very, very true because everything goes to the crapper and see, very quickly. They did a good job on this one. What happened to the first one? I I'm don't still know. stuck on that. I didn't I don't, know. I don't know. Disney. I have no idea. Here's a couple trivia points. This is the only Santa Claus movie where Santa's head elf Bernard doesn't make an appearance. Yep. The reason for it is David was actually not available because his numbers, the show numbers schedule conflicted with filming or he would have been in here. Um, they had to rewrite or we they had to write the script without him returning and putting ugh, Curtis as the head elf again. Yep. No, no. Yep. Yes, my, what I don't understand is he screwed up so bad in the second movie with the toy Santa. 
Mm-hmm. Why do they think he'd be a good head I owl? know. Why is he I in just charge? Take someone else. Anywho. So he was originally going to reprise his role as Bernard in a cameo appearance at the end of the movie when he arrests Jack Frost and joins in the group hug. Mm-hmm. In the final cut, he retired before the film's events. The scene got replaced by Jack Frost's redemption. So they basically rewrote the ending is what it sounds like. Pretty much. Yeah. I guess they weren't going to redeem Jack Frost. retired before the film's events. Wait, is he like retired, retired? I think that's why they said Curtis is the head elf. I think it's, it's. No, I mean, in real life. Oh, from acting? I don't think so. movie. I don't think so. Because he was still in numbers then. And I I think he. He said he retired before the film. I don't know. I think the wording is just stupid. I think they meant I think Bernard. It's bad wording. I think they meant Bernard the elf retired as head elf. And that's why Curtis okay. is in this. And that's the storyline they went with, which is why Bernard wouldn't come back. I, the wording is very poor, I think. It is. <laughs> Next little thing Jack Frost mentioned. So Martin Short mm-hmm. mention of the Coleman Gentleman, which is a reference to the Father of the Bride movies where mm-hmm. Martin Short starred alongside Steve Barton yep. as the wedding planner. Still yep. one of my favorite movies. So mm-hmm. good. So funny. Mm-hmm. My dad always referenced that movie to the day that I get married. That's what he's going to be like. And I'm like, oh boy, I don't think he will anymore. But like when I was younger, that was his thing. Mm-hmm. Spencer Breslin, who plays Curtis, his sister, Abigail, who's yeah. huge. If you don't know who Abigail Breslin is, you're under a rock but this is one of her first appearances mm-hmm. and she appears as trish one of the elf students in mrs claus's yeah. class she actually is like uh why can't we learn what we want to learn mm-hmm. she's that so person. little and cute so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've already said this but again this was one of the final roles of peter boyle before his death yeah. in 2006 so he i think he passed either before the movie came out or right after i can't remember i didn't look i don't in, remember i i didn't look to see when it was the Red Deer energy drink vending machine vending machines are not only a Santa-related parody on the well-known soft drink brand Red Bull, but they are also a tongue-in-cheek reference to Rudolph's red nose. During the first part of the movie, the North Pole is disguised as Canada. Mm-hmm. There is a city called Red Deer in Alberta, Canada. Who knew? Okay. Yeah. Did not know that. Uh, yeah. Jack Frost says he's like the team mascot, eh? With a Canadian accent. And that is because Martin Short is Canadian. Yep. Legit Canadian. Yep. Legit. It is falsely believed the film was shot in Canadian cities of Vancouver, Calgary, and New Westminster. The entire film was actually shot at Downey Studios. All suburban scenes were filmed on the studio backlot, which considered consisted not considered consisted of sets built for christmas with the cranks which is another christmas movie that tim allen is wow. in okay. um i don't remember the female lead in that movie it's oh well is it jamie lee curtis yeah jamie lee curtis okay way. i was um, trying to i was like in my head trying to picture it <laughs> yeah when downey studios was closed and demolished in october of 2012 so were the sets on the back lot oh that sucks that stinks that's how it goes though in the yep. studios and this is a reunion for Tim Allen and Martin Short, who previously starred in one of my favorite Disney oh, movies man. from the 90s, yeah, that's Jungle right. to Jungle. Jungle was, to Jungle, I forgot about he that. He was his assistant, I believe. I think so. I haven't yeah. seen that movie in so long. It's been so long. Yeah. I wonder if it's on Disney+. Plus. I'm sure it is. They need a whole Tim Allen category. 
And then they need a whole Tim Hanks category. These two just need categories. <laughs> I I bet they should. No, they probably won't do that, but they should because now they've they got should. so much you know, like focus on Tim Allen, at least right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. And then I just because I was curious what the answer was. Mm-hmm. The answer to Mrs. Claus's math teacher question is math teacher math question. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is three hours. So a moving object in one direction at 20 miles an hour would take three hours to travel 60 miles. Mm-hmm. And another object moving in the opposite direction at 50 miles an hour would take three miles, three hours to travel 150 miles. 60 plus 150 is 210. And I guess they divided that by something. I don't know. I'm not good at math. I didn't even try and figure this out. So, okay, we'll go with this. We're going to go with the answer was three hours. Sure. Sounds good. Quotes. Mm -hmm. Some good quotes in this movie. They're just random little ones. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Claus says, oh, Scott, it's time. (laughs) Texas watch. Oh, about 10 (laughs) o'clock. No, it's time to deliver the package. No, midnight as usual. So long. No, it's time to deliver the package. It cracks me up how he's, he's so pregnant, by the way, people. Uh-huh. He looks down at her abdomen and realizes what she's talking about. It's like, it's time to deliver the package. So <laughs> funny. So funny. Oh, I love it. Yes, she's, we didn't even really talk about the premise of this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Mrs. Claus is, Carol, is pregnant in this movie with her first child, and she is just feeling very lonely, cut off from her family. She just, mm-hmm. she's going through all these things and she doesn't have as much to do as mm-hmm. Santa. Yeah. So Santa's like, you know what? You're right. We need, we need to bring your family here. So he mm-hmm. brings her parents here under the assumption that this is Canada. Yep. He also brings his ex-wife, her husband and Lucy. It's a lot of people at the North it. Pole. Yes. Trying to con him into it. Yeah. And then, of course, you have Jack Frost. He has, we're actually going to, I'm going to, the next quote is actually what he did. Mm-hmm. He attempted to upstage Santa multiple times. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Santa decided to trust him to stay around the North Pole. I don't know either. He's butt out right exactly. away. Exactly. Been like, get out of here. But he trusts him to stay around and he is literally sabotaging everything, mm-hmm. everything around the North Pole yep. to get Santa to have issues and to get a disconnect with his family. And there's just, he's trying to get him to not want to be Santa anymore. And yep. it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So they have an emergency council meeting and mother and Jack Frost is there. And mother nature's like Jack Frost, you are hereby charged with 273 counts of attempted upstaging of Santa Claus. You froze a volcano in Hawaii. You made it snow in the Amazon and you frosted Mexico, sending all the geese North for the winter. You have violated the legendary figures code of conduct in a manner that is both willful and malicious. Excuse me. Did you just accuse me of being skillful and delicious? Oh, Jack. And Scott Cullen's like, oh, please. Jack's like, guilty as charged. That is pretty funny. It cracked me up. Mm -hmm. And then Father Time, another two quote, couple quotes that I like. Father Time's like, Frost, you herald a season. You're not a holiday. Tooth Fairy says, you're the best friend, not the leading man. Easter Bunny. And you kill fruit. (laughs) (laughs) The Easter Bunny is so salty about that. Like, okay. Well, he has to feed 333,000 children. Probably more now. Fruit? I thought bunnies ate like vegetables, like carrots and lettuce and things. Who knows? No, no. And then when her parents come up, like their first lines cracks Mm -hmm. me up. 
her mom's like everyone's so petite and her dad's like no tom cruise is petite these people are short <laughs> so funny and the legendary alan arkin so funny mm. in every role he's in i swear so funny uh. yeah so those are some of my those are like my only quotes that i really like actually like in this mm-hmm. movie let's see here some references they had uh, apparently the title is a reference to twilight zone which is the escape clause oh. tooth fairy is called the molinator by santa claus which is a yeah. play on the terminator yeah mm-hmm. of course apparently freezing the parents and locking lucy in the closet is a reference to weird science from 85 the voice recording pen device is just like kevin's talk boy yes. which re- voice records and plays back from home alone 2 <laughs> yes it is that's true apparently curtis saying help me help me or help me help you is a thing from jerry Maguire. Yeah, jerry from Maguire. 96 i mm-hmm. don't i haven't watched that movie probably i don't know yeah. if i've ever really watched it from i like, don't know the last time i saw it but it is definitely a thing from jerry yeah. Maguire. and then when santa when santa and carol bring the in-laws into the factory near the end a dollhouse represented the big blue house from Bear in the Big Blue House. Huh. In there. I and then, I don't know if I believe this one. I don't, I, I just don't know. Do we, this movie so, came out in 2006. Oh, no, it's 06. Elf was 03. Okay. So apparently, apparently, Mrs. Claus names her new child Buddy after her father, which is a reference to Elf. Someone's trying to tie in that buddy i mean the but her dad is her well her dad's name is bud Bud. yeah so they're trying to say that bud and sylvia are the people from elf i don't know this is imbd you take it however you want it i don't i don't i don't know if i buy that the kid was named buddy because of elf but i will say the fact that they named him buddy when three years earlier we had the elf that was named buddy yeah. It's a weird coincidence. I don't like it. I'm glad in the show they're not calling him Buddy, that they're calling him Cal. Yeah, they did rectify that in the TV show. They're just go. like, so this is what I go by. <laughs> uh, not yeah. Buddy. Yeah. So thoughts. Oh, I forgot. My Carol thought. Okay. So at the end of the second movie, end mm-hmm. of the second movie when they're doing the credits, yeah. they actually have her dressed up like a mrs claus like yes a little bit bigger a little bit older like Mm. okay so in my mind if you're gonna show us that in the third movie she should be that Mm -hmm. not young enough to have a child Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm glad they do because now we have the tv series and there's a thing but you show us that and then in the third movie she looks normal Mm -hmm. like normal carol yeah Where's the continuity, Disney? I know. And then we're right back into it in the TV show. Well, in the TV show, she has the bun yeah. and stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then she goes back to her young looking self. I'm like. It must be age. like a time thing. And I don't know. But it. it but Tim really, Allen looks older. So I don't know. I know. They work. kept him looking older. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm, I can't reason it. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, no, but no. my my thoughts on this movie is. I'm sorry. The storyline's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. I watched it last night and it was the worst hour and a half of my life last night. Uh-huh. Like I, 
I kept texting Brett and I'm like, I don't know why I'm watching. Like, this is horrible. Mm -hmm. There's no Bernard, which ruined it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the Curtis character. Right. The North Pole Resort. Are you kidding? So if you don't remember, because I didn't, apparently I blacked out of this part of the movie (laughs) at some point because I don't remember the snow globe issue. I don't remember him. Wow. Yeah. Saying, okay. I don't want to be Santa anymore. Okay. Uh-huh. And when all of a sudden there's this North Pole Resort because Jack Frost has it, and I'm like, when? What? Yeah, that's yeah. what? Yeah, like it's, it's ridiculous. And and he's not friends with Charlie. His his wife got divorced a second time. Right. Lucy is a brat. I'm like, what I mean, is happening. It's like. A classic movie trope where, you know, this is the way it would be if things did not happen, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. It is, but that's, that's not what we do in the Santa Claus movie. Well, I, I have my thoughts. So you just, you continue on and then I will. It just, share. it needs a better storyline. It just, uh, yeah. it needs a better storyline. I'm going to let you, I'm going to show Okay. That's my. <laughs> Which is basically like, I'm going the same, same uh, thought process. So the idea of Jack Frost taking over, monetizing, ruining Christmas. It's not a bad idea in theory, okay? Like we just said, that's a movie trope, right? Something happens, it gets changed, and then you go and you see. I mean, it's like the Christmas Carol. Like, this is the way it is. This is the way it could be. It's the same sort of idea. Like, you know, if you're not Santa. This would be the Christmas Carol. Exactly. So if you're not Santa, this is what happens. But in this case, it's a one person trying to take over. It's not a... You didn't yeah. become Santa and this is how the world is like, no, Jack Frost ruined it. So not exactly the same, but you know, yeah. anyway, so the idea is not bad in theory, but my whole thing is they spend so much of the movie <laughs> just all over the place. Okay. We got Carol who's about to pop out a baby. Jack Frost is creating the conflict between Santa, Carol, her parents. I get it. There's a whole thing going on. I understand. There's a lot of the movie focused on that. And Jack, like you said, just doing little things to try and nitpick and ruin everything to lead up to Santa saying, I don't want to be Santa Claus. Boom. They fly away. They go back to the original scene. He takes the suit. That's what happens. 12 years later, here we are. But the whole Jack Frost being in charge of the North Pole and that entire scene is like maybe 10 minutes, if that, of the movie. But it's like the whole premise of the movie. But it's like a 10 minute scene. So I'm like, it took an hour to get there, to get there. And I'm just like, we should have done this much quicker, spent more time in this bizarro world where Jack Frost is taking over. Santa's trying to figure out what to do, getting his family, like even done that thing. Like where's the feel good where he finds Charlie and he finds his ex-wife and he brings everyone back together for Christmas Mm -hmm. and they save them. No, there's no, there's none of that. He, he goes how i don't even know how he traveled to the north pole he just magically gets there from chicago i don't understand there's a plane didn't you see the plane yeah but i'm like how did you just get there so quickly like when he's apparently very rich so he could i guess maybe that was the premise i feel like it just wasn't explained well because clearly it's a very popular destination so i'm like how would you get last minute tickets all anyway so he gets there fine but the whole thing is he finds lucy who clearly is just kind of like oh what's up mr calvin like i don't really know you that well and she just listens to him to go. I know she likes snow globes, but she just 
goes off on this plan where she's going to break into some place just because this guy that she doesn't have really interactions with and that everybody clearly hates has asked her to and he's suddenly being nice okay bizarro number one and then it takes like two seconds for her to find the snow globe bring it back throw it to scott and he's just like oh here's the recording oh now we're back to the beginning oh now i got the santa suit back it was too quick it was very very quick and it was not a good payoff for it it was just a lot of build up with not much to happen yep and as i said too much going on you got the millers at the north pole you got carol and the baby there was too much happening too too much like yep. the millers being there what was even the point in that i mean other than i guess to have lucy around a little i think bit. they needed lucy around because charlie wasn't coming because literally charlie is pretty much written like out of the movie except for three scenes yeah like so short but it just was weird that they made a whole production about them coming to the North Pole and then they're not really even, I mean, they Lucy get frozen kind of is, and put in but, a closet. Yeah. But even so, Lucy's in it, but oh my gosh, I just. Oh, and the unfreezing of Jack's heart by just her hug. I'm sorry. She gives the no. warmest hugs that they set up at the beginning of the movie. I don't care. That's not going to do it for Jack Frost. He's been <sighs> a frozen person for hundreds of years. I know. What? It was it was not a good resolution. It was not well thought out. Because they're like, because Mother Nature's like, oh, I can't do anything about it. I'm like, what? No, you should have been. And you should have been the one that's like, all right, dude, we're done. Then click, you know, snap your fingers, whatever you do, magical things, and fix it. Not this warm hug. Well, and this whole thing of the the magic. Okay, they said that the Council of Legendaries cannot affect each other's magic. Mm -hmm. So how did Jack Frost do all these things in the workshop when this is supposed to be consisting of Sienna's magic? I don't know. Like, he was sabotaging the magic of Christmas. How that doesn't make any sense then. There's no continuity in this movie. It doesn't make any sense. The whole storyline. It's when I... <sighs> yeah, that's the problem. I feel like they're giving us the TV show just to rectify the third one. <laughs> I hope so. Because, that, and that makes me so mad because Martin Short, looking I love Martin Short. And just Jack Frost on his own is pretty funny. He's a good villain. But the whole execution of the story together didn't, didn't make any sense. No. But didn't. yeah, I just. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't. No. And that is the problem yep mm-hmm. yeah i'm done ranting about this are you yeah i've said what i wanted to say about the movie okay before we close out i want to end mm-hmm. on a happy note mm-hmm. it's already been a couple weeks but mm-hmm. guys the fifth trailer the first trailer for the fifth indiana jones movie is out ah okay we have info and i'm only saying this because our january episode next month yes. is indiana jones mm-hmm. so we have a date we know when it's coming out it's like june of 2023 mm-hmm. so in the midst of our harry potter summer mm-hmm. but the, it, the the premise i don't understand the premise yet they didn't really the trailer didn't give us much mm-hmm. i forgot to look on imbd because i wanted to bring this up today because it's it's just it's big news mm-hmm. especially since it's considered disney in the in the umbrella right exactly Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, the plot is still unknown at this time, even with the trailer. Like you watch the trailer, it's called Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling they're going to be doing some time traveling. Sounds like it. Which I don't know how I feel because that doesn't, I feel like we're going to go like one step beyond the stupid Uh crystal skull. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just go watch the trailer, see what you think. June 30th. It comes out June 30th of this coming year. Mm -hmm. End of the month. I will, I will be in, I will go to the theater and watch it. Mm -hmm. But my premise is that he's going to die at the end of this movie because it's Harrison Ford and he's probably old and done. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. But Harrison Ford is cranky. So. Yes. But the guy who plays Saul in Mm -hmm. the first, in the first three movies is in this movie. He comes back. Wow. Okay. Yes. So that's exciting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some other characters that are like coming back because of the time travel thing mm-hmm. or they're like, it's either time travel or they're telling or doing a retelling of this, of another adventure. Mm-hmm. I can't okay. tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do mm-hmm. not see his son in this movie. So that is promising. Mr. Um, Mr. Um, what's his face? Yeah. But I also don't see Marion, so I'm concerned. I don't know. We'll have to. I guess we'll have to wait and see when they release a little more information. Yeah, Another I trailer, don't know. But just wanted to let everyone know. I haven't done a TikTok about it yet, but I probably will soon because this is like, for me, this is huge news, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait. I'm interested to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, literally, they don't even have they don't even have him in the credits. So Marion's not in this movie. So I'm a little, I, I don't know mm. what's gonna happen on this. Interesting. Antonio Banderas is in this movie. Antonio Banderas. Okay. I don't know why. Great mystery, I guess. Like we're... Toby Jones is also in this movie. You know who mm-hmm. Toby Jones is? Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. He was. Oh, what other movie is he in that's big? I can't. He's Claudius in the Hunger Games. Um, you'll know him as soon as you see him. Oh, okay. I know his You know face. who I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There was one other. John Rhys Davies, who plays Sal, of course. Mm-hmm. So there was another name in here that I'm like, what are you doing in here? I can't remember what it is. But yeah, just so for Pixie Dusters who are mm-hmm. looking forward to our Indiana Jones series in January, we're not talking, of course, we're not talking about the movie because mm-hmm. we have nothing, but well, yeah. um, at the end of the month, we are doing kind of a, what we do know about the movie. So at least mm-hmm. we have a trailer. Hopefully we'll have more info soon. Exactly. So by the end of January, we have something to tell you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope. But next week we will be talking about the TV show because it will be out and we can say our thoughts because we're so excited for the Santa Claus's TV show. And then Mm -hmm. we'll end the month, of course, with talking about the new year goals Mm -hmm. for the podcast goals for our own personal self Mm -hmm. where I'm, I decided we should reflect on the year, like some of the good things and maybe some of the things, I don't think there was really any bad things. Too much Star Wars. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, that was fun that was fun reflecting on reflecting Uh on the year we had because this is our third kind of i mean we started in may of 2020 but still Mm -hmm. it's like our third kind of full second full year but yeah 
yeah anyways mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about upcoming releases for us uh you know we're doing indiana jones we've talked about harry potter but we'll tell you some other things that we're going to yep. be doing next year Sounds good. and we'll look to see what upcoming releases are going to be coming in other than indiana jones in 2023 oh we'll fine up on those okay. so stay with us hope you're having a great holiday season yeah. any of my northerners who are dealing with snow i'm sorry yeah. i feel your pain my southerners shove it no enjoy yeah. the sun for me mm-hmm. you're welcome I will. any final thoughts no no i'm just excited for next week i am too that's it <laughs> all right bye bye pixie dusters see you later Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.